Welcome to Mornings with Matt, a completely virtual talk show hosted by acting and personal development coach Matthew Deering. You can text in questions or chat with Matt as he will give advice about life, acting, or whatever else you can dream up. Presented by the Deering Acting Studio. Okay, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Mornings with Matt. On this show, we inspire others to act with passion and realize their true potential as human beings. It's a, it's a big part of our mission at Deering Acting Studio. And so um, the, the way that we do that, our unique approach, is we are connecting the art of acting with personal development. So we've been acting coaches for over a decade now. And we are connecting the art of acting with personal development. That that is our our uh, our focus here. So today we've got a uh, a guest on Jenna Del Pozo. Brian, you want to bring in Jenna? Hello. Good morning, Jenna. Hey. How you doing today? Fun. What's that? <laughs> but I'm trying to defeat the sun. Oh, okay. You're winning. You look great. Thanks. How you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? Happy to be alive. Thank you for asking. <laughs> so talk to me. How can, how can we help today? Okay. So um, my life has been mostly positive right now, which is good amidst the craziness. Um, I'm like, I'm still really stoked about my job. It's still pretty new and exciting for me. Um, I just rebranded my blog which I'm also really excited about. It's been fun to work on. And what I have what is your that. blog? Let's let's mention that. Okay. Um, it's called Lovely Limone. It's a lifestyle blog, but it has a strong focus on food recipes. Okay. Can um, you spell that for our audience? Yeah. So check it out, lovelylimone.com. I really like it. I put a lot of work into it. Um, if you like food please check it out. <laughs> See, that's a great, it's a great uh, spot to be in. Cause I think a lot of people do like food. So good job. Yeah, I know it's, I put other stuff on there too. Like, um, just like daily, sorry, my dog is with me. Um, experiences that I've had and like any trends that I like that are worth noting, but I, to be honest, I post food on there the most. So it's fun. Um, and I'm also graduating this year. I'm a film and media studies student at mm-hmm. ASU. Um, so that's really exciting. But also, I feel like that comes with a lot of fear and doubt about the future, which I feel like is relatively normal for when you're graduating. Um, but I do feel like mine is just a little more exacerbated than the average person just because of some of the things that I've been through. Like, sometimes I feel worried about being behind quote unquote I don't quote unquote because I don't really like to say that anymore um like I've worked really hard to like not feel that way and to like not worry about timelines but I can't lie like it it is a big thought in my mind still Mm -hmm. so um yeah (laughs) okay so so today you wanted to talk about about the fear and how to overcome that is that was that the goal um yeah like I I have a few um, related questions that kind of come about from that. Okay. Um, but that's just kind of where I'm at right now. Um, so but let, I would say. So let's start with with a little bit uh, here personally. 
connecting to that thing you're talking about, this this painful thing you're trying to release, where you say you're you're worried about timelines. What what are we talking about there? Um, well, it's basically just because I had to take a two a, not a two school year because a school year is different than a full year, but I did take a two school year medical leave right after my freshman year of college because um, I had some really severe health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to take the medical leave from school. I had to quit my job. I had already been not going to acting because of it. And so my whole life kind of just stopped and then it didn't pick up again really until 2018. That was my first year um, taking the steps to get back to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and 2019 was my first like normal year for me. So I've been working like super, super hard. Um, I'm graduating only one year late instead of two years late. Um, I've been doing pretty much classes whenever I possibly can to catch up. Um, and it's not that I'm trying to make it hard on myself. I just, um, I want to graduate as soon as possible so I can move on with the rest of my life. Um, and because of that, sometimes I feel like, I don't know. I just, I think it's because I feel so strongly about what I want to do in life that sometimes I get worried that, um, like I'm going to miss the timeline for it or something like that when I know the truth is, is like, it could happen at any time in my life. But of course you want to get started on the things you're most passionate about as soon as you can. Yeah. So before you got sick, did you, did you know then what you wanted to do? Were you, were you very clear before you got sick? I was, so yes and no. So the acting has always been like my biggest passion since I was a kid. Like I've always known that that was something that I wanted to do. When the health problems first started, I kind of got away from that a little bit. I just, I don't know if it was worry or what, but I started to get comfortable in, I was a journalism student first. So I started to get a little bit comfortable in that. Um, and then when I did get sick, I, it kind of forced me to learn a lot about, about a lot about myself and a lot of other hobbies that I have. Mm-hmm. And I realized one of my biggest passions was baking and cooking, hence the food blog. Um, and that I would say like, that's my, I don't want to say second, but it's a huge, huge interest of mine. Mm -hmm. And I know that I want to do both acting and something professionally with the food at some point in my life. I just don't know which one's going to come first. I don't, sometimes I don't know which one to focus my attention on more. Mm -hmm. Um, so the being sick part of it brought out a new career path that I'm very interested in, but I've always been clear about the acting. And also when I was sick, um, I got even more clear about the acting. I just, I think I know myself better than ever now after going through that. And I just had these huge moments of clarification going through that. And I realized that it's something that I care about so much and that I'm not just going to like let slip away because of the things I've been through. Yeah. Good. So, um, So if we, if we take this idea, um, so what about journalism? Are you still hanging on to that? Not exactly. I, I realized pretty quick um, that I cared more about the history of journalism than actually doing the work. As soon as they were like, 
hey, <laughs> you have to write for the newspaper for ASU. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I can't do this. Like, I'm not interested at all. Um, Why do you think that was? And that's when, what? Why do you think that was? I don't know. I just like, I just really had this strong feeling in my gut. Like I remember the day super clearly that we finished with all the like general journalism education and we moved on to them being like, okay, basically for the rest of your college career, you're going to be writing for the Cronkite paper and doing like broadcast stories and all that stuff. And I was like, Whoa, I don't want to do this at all because my idea going into that major was that I was going to do journalism for entertainment. But then I found out that they don't offer classes for that. Mm. My advisor was like, it's fine. It's fine. And like, you're going to learn the general knowledge for it and you can put that out into the, whatever you want to do after you graduate. But I remember Anderson Cooper came to give us a talk and he said, um, a lot of people come into this thinking, Oh, I'll just get by. I'll just get by in the major and then I'll go out and do the work. And he's like, that's not going to fly by. He's like, if you want to do this work, you have to be so passionate about it. You have to want to wake up and do it every single day. And I was like, Oh my God, that's not me. Hmm. I can't do this. And so that was the first time that I was thinking this might not be the right major for me. And then it just like really hit home. Like a couple months after that, when my professor was talking about the work we'd have to be doing. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm just not into this at all. I can't do it. And so um, I had to change majors that day, which was also pretty stressful because it was the last day for ad drop. Um, but I was like, well, what, like, what am I not studying that I've always wanted to study? And I saw the film and I saw that they offer entertainment media, not offer. A lot of people can get entertainment media jobs with that major. Um, so that's ultimately why I chose it. But then I realized I'm interested in literally everything about film. So it's been really fun, actually. So you're doing now a film major? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, so what did you learn in what, in your time doing journalism? Um, I feel like it was writing has always been one of my strong suits. And I feel like that kind of helped centralize that for me a little bit, um, in terms of like career wise, but, um, like, uh, I guess the moral lesson that I learned from that is that I should just follow my passions and follow my gut instead of just choosing something that was maybe a little safer. Yeah. And, um, and safer compared to what, right? I mean, that, that's the other yeah. interesting question is, is somebody might say, um, they might tell someone getting into journalism, Hey, that's not a safe route. Um, mm -hmm. so it just really depends on your perspective on it. Yeah. You, you probably learned I know that it's very true. It's not like it's a, most journalists actually don't really get paid that much. And a lot of the times they quite literally put their life on the line to get a story. So right. I don't really know where my thought process was going with that. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> well, well we all do this to ourselves though. We, th we think about the safe path. Um, and, and it's so hard to take the road less traveled, but really, mm -hmm. is it, is it any less safe than any other path? Yeah. And, and in the end, at the end it isn't. So you, you probably learned some writing skills as well, mm -hmm. which has now served you quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So, so that's sort of the, the, the wrap up story here. And I got to tell you, uh, I'll tell our audience here that, uh, I've known you a, a long time. You know, you've been a you've been a student at the studio, and I've watched you grow up. 
um, mm-hmm. in my eyes, from a little girl now to this young woman who's about to take on the world. And I've seen you go through different phases of finding yourself and, um, and you are now exponentially more confident and well-spoken and connected than you've ever been. Mm-hmm. And I know that's that's something that you've been building and working toward. And so, um, so first of all, congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, you're well on your way. And then, um, secondly, I, let, let's just—it's um, time for you to let go of the timeline. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's what I did, and maybe this will help you because uh, um, I, I think a lot of people who end up following their dreams and and going down some sort of path that's that's not normal necessarily by by other people's standards, you you have to step off of a ledge at some point in time. So mm-hmm. for me to do it, I needed to logically attach my brain to something. So first of all, why was this other time not a waste? And second of yeah. all, you know, like w- what would one mean versus the other? So I was going down a uh, medicine track. I was supposed to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I spent three and a half years at ASU doing pre-med. And then I switched over to photography because they didn't have a film degree. So the closest wow. they had was photography. And then I took all the film electives. So mm-hmm. that that's how I got my sort of connectedness over there. Um, but what I told myself was this. I said, if I was going to take, and for me, the safe route was becoming a doctor. That was the easy road. Um, which is funny to think about that being an easy road because it isn't yeah. actually, you know, if you, <laughs> if you, but, it, but in my mind it was, cause that's what I knew. That's the, that's the life I grew up in. My dad was a doctor. So to me, like, oh, that seems easy to other people. It doesn't, but to me it did. So I look at that and I'm going, okay, what does that look like? Really? It's 12 years of school you know, all, all inclusive school, your, your internship as a doctor, your residency, your, you know, trying to, if you want to uh, form your own practice or get a job. And then what do you get at the end of 12 years? You get an education and you get a, probably a $250,000 debt. Yeah. That's what you get. So Mm -hmm. I told myself, Hey, you got, dude, you got 12 years to grind as an actor to, to find your way. And if 12 years from now, you're not 250,000 in debt and you've created a value for yourself that's equal or better to a doctor, you're ahead. Mm-hmm. But then I, then I took the same idea, the same concept. And I said, okay, but if we were going to become a doctor, if we were going to have that value, what would they have forced me to do? And I thought about all the long hours. I thought about all the sleepless nights um, you know, the spending the night at the, at the hospital, like all the things that you'd have to do to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, you now have to be willing to do that for the thing you love. And that's the big why question. And I'm so glad that Anderson Cooper came yeah. and connected to you guys and reached you because it's mm-hmm. so important that you sit there and he, he wasn't trying to uninspire you, but he did in a great way. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's, the, that's an unbelievable gift that that man gave yeah. you because you were able to walk out, change majors, and now you, you're waking up with purpose. Mm-hmm. 
So I yeah. would I would say one of the things that would be really interesting for us to figure out, and I firmly believe that this, this is a an important thing to for people to try to grasp. So I have a I have an extreme passion for helping others, for for mm-hmm. connecting and getting people like. Um, I, I guess personal development, like I just love it. I love helping people navigate their lives. Um, mm-hmm. and I love acting. So what I've done is I found a way to combine the things that I love into a profession. Mm-hmm. So I can take the art of acting and I can, and I, I can say, Hey, here are all the parallels between that and life. And then I teach from there. So you can be an entertainer. You can be an actress and we can combine your love of food and mm-hmm. you know and your your passion for helping people develop beautiful recipes and and connect with their families and whatnot and you can now you can add to your blog some sort of like a vlog where you yeah. where you're going to you you'll talk to people you'll create a personality you can have guests on your show i'd love to be on your show my wife would love to be on your show <laughs> you know and then all of a sudden you could do um we could add little sketches, you know, you could do, you could, you create comedy out of it. Eventually mm-hmm. you could make, you could write your own show mm-hmm. that was like a, 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 um, an actual drama or comedy, but relating around food. And then you star mm-hmm. in your own show. Yeah. So if you create some sort of a vision for yourself, that is yours, it's unique to you. And you, you don't put a timeline on it, but you say, I'm driving toward this purpose each and every day. I'm waking up knowing exactly what I'm going to do. Then you go to bed excited to get up the next day to Mm -hmm. push forward. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, I do feel like because of the job that I have right now, I do social media and marketing for a restaurant group in the Valley. And um, this, I don't know if you've heard of like the Sicilian butcher um, yeah. or Ash Kitchen, or that's the, and Tomasos. That's the family that I work for, and so they're pretty like well renowned in the restaurant world. And my boss has like all these amazing things coming up. Like I've already I've worked with him with Food Network, um, and I think it's possible that he may have his own show in the future on Netflix. And so I feel like it's a really good place for me to be food wise. Cause I know that I have a lot of good networking available and connections going on right now. So I, I do feel like that kind of pull towards food stuff right now because it's just all lining up a little bit. Um, but you know, obviously the, the acting is like, I don't know, that's like the most important to me. So how you mentioned combining them right now, that's something that I didn't really think about that I think could be really fun for me. So, so let me ask you about your acting. Do you have a, a very specific um, goal in mind for acting, like a way you want to act or are you open? I'm pretty open about it. I do, like I've obviously, I've always wanted to like be on like a TV show or be in a movie. That's always what I wanted to do. So what type of TV show, what type of movie? As, um, okay. So it's kind of become more open as I've gotten older and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I, stop it. I think it's because um, I, I feel like I just have so many more interests after doing the film major. Like um, I've grown an appreciation for so many more genres that I used to not particularly like so much. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And also I realized that, um, I'm interested in everything that goes into making a film as well. So I, I truly feel like I'd be happy in literally anything that has to do with entertainment at this point. Yeah. Um, but my biggest goal would be to probably do, I want to say, I, I don't know. I'd like to say I'd like to do more serious movies. And if it were a TV show to probably be a comedy, like comedy really hits home for me mm-hmm. and I love studying it. But yeah, yeah, so so here's the thing. If you set your goal, which you probably did when you were younger, on I really want to be in a movie or I really mm-hmm. want to be in a TV show, what's interesting is you might end up in a TV show and very unhappy because you might be happy the second you land the show and then unhappy the, the second the show ends and it's not really mm-hmm. what you meant. You don't just want to be on a show. You want to have the skills to be on shows anytime you want. Yeah. So what you're developing is a life centered around your passion, centered around the things that you love. You're going to have to work extremely hard to do it, but mm-hmm. you're you're going to start creating these little avenues for yourself mm-hmm. to become successful and write your own ticket. Yeah. You want to be in control of your own life 100%. You don't want to have to be all, like always dependent upon somebody else to tell you, "Hey, you're good enough to be in my thing." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, I don't know, sometimes I could really see myself, um, either like ending up on food network and then like having a separate career in acting from there, or maybe even vice versa. Like I said, I don't, sometimes I don't really know which order to focus in first, or maybe it just happens. Like maybe I just do what I'm doing and then I think it's already happening. So what you what yeah. you realize is is all your training as an actor, and this is why we do what we do, is mm-hmm. because actor training connects to all areas of life. It's why I can train salespeople and train IT people and human resources because the the skills you're learning in acting apply everywhere. So mm-hmm. as you as you learn to connect those two, you're always going to be ready to act. Yeah, you're going to be in that ready position at all times. Mm-hmm. Some people are just destined, it's what they want to do, to go to LA and just audition. And they just want to be one of those people that does that thing and puts their name in the lottery hat. Mm-hmm. I recommend for most people to go and create their own way. Yeah. And and I, and I, I, I base this on even the most successful actors, once they've once they've figured it out, the ones that really have their heads on straight, somebody like Tom Hanks or, you know, you name it, mm-hmm. what they do is, they, they, their third or fourth movie in, they realize, oh, wait a minute. I want to do what I'm passionate about. I want to mm-hmm. make movies I'm passionate about. So they create their own production companies yeah, and then they produce their own stuff mm-hmm. so that they're not stuck doing what somebody else is passionate about. They can, they can create their own, their own way. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm recommending you do. Yeah. I'm going to give you another piece of advice too, that I think would be great for all of our listeners here. And that is to... Continue looking at what you're what you're doing as as the gift that it is because I, I I feel your gratitude for the the people you work for and that you that you like being there and whatnot. Yeah. Um, along those lines, think to yourself for as long as humanly possible. How can I serve these people to the highest level? How can I make them more successful? 
Mm-hmm. I don't care about getting more money. I don't care about any kind of success for myself. I don't care about my own networking on Food Network. Mm-hmm. Just literally, how can I serve you and better your life? Mm-hmm. And realize that as you, as you elevate, and you have, if you think about it, compared to where you were four years ago to where yeah. you are now, you've com- mm-hmm. you're a completely different person and mm-hmm. you've elevated, right? Yes. If, if you met you from four years ago, the four years ago version of you would be like, oh, she's so cool. <laughs> right? Come on. Yeah. She would. <laughs> she'd, look at, she'd look at you and go, oh, I wish I could do all those things. <laughs> so understand that there's always going to be somebody above you, so to speak, and, yeah. and people below you. And my whole thought process here is how do you find a way to become a servant of all? Mm-hmm. Because if you can be the servant to the king, you, you you're the most valuable person in the kingdom. If you're yeah. the, if you're if you're the number one servant, the person that they trust the most, mm-hmm. and and never violate that trust. Yeah. And then if you can be a servant to the people, the people will love you. So so you want to think to yourself: no matter what position I'm in, I want to find a way to serve, knowing mm-hmm. that, and I'm not doing it for this reason, but knowing that by being a servant. It, it always comes back to you, yeah. always. Yeah. So you're in the right place. You're doing the right things. Every, and, and I know that because everything's connected. Yeah. So if you had a job that was say random someplace else, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be as connected as it is. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were, if you were say working at, um, I don't know, like a accounting firm and mm-hmm. you were just filing well, I'd say, great, keep the job, do the, you know, get what you need to get there, but you need to transition into hopefully a similar type job that connects into what you really want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've, you've got that. Yeah. And I think it's been, a, it's been a really interesting learning thing for me too. Like you were just saying about serving, because ultimately the reason I got this job is because I was hostessing for them at one of the restaurants for about a year. And the reason I feel so compelled to this job is because, well, actually um, they went under renovation when I was hostessing there and um, we all lost our jobs for the summer. And I was really being encouraged by my friends and my dad to just like find a new job. But I felt so compelled to this family for some reason that I just stuck it out and I fought to get my job back when they reopened. And I did soon after I learned I don't want to be a hostess anymore. I just got sick of not having a routine in my life. I hated having shifts at different times and mm-hmm. I just felt ready to move on. And I just, I just like asked my boss one day when he was in, I was like, Hey, can I have a job doing social media oh, and marketing? And I had this whole pitch that I created every time that I had a moment when I was hostessing, I would write down on this piece of paper, like what I could offer them. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason I felt so strongly about that is because we share the fact that we're Italian and I was raised in a very similar way to that family was raised to the way that family was raised. And um, my family also had a restaurant history for a while. And I know that could connection could bring me far there because I understand, I understand something that um, maybe other people don't. And so I, asked, I had the whole pitch ready. I was expecting to have to get it. I was expecting to really have to fight for it. And he just was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can start on Monday. And I was like, what? What? But you don't want to hear my pitch? (laughs) (laughs) 
you don't want to hear the whole list of reasons, which I did end up giving them, but. So hold on. I'm going to give you a sales lesson. Now you ready? Okay. (laughs) Prepare the pitch Mm -hmm. and then prepare not to give the pitch from now on. Okay. Okay. Once you have the job, close your mouth and walk out the door. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many sales trainings that we've done where I have Mm -hmm. to, I have to train the pitch out of the salesperson because you you work all this time on it and you want them to know all these things, but really they just, here's what they want to know, Jenna. Mm -hmm. Can you help me? Can you help me deliver what I'm trying to deliver? Mm -hmm. What is this family trying to deliver to people? Let me ask mm-hmm. you, let me ask you that. Okay. Um, well, it's, I would say it's different for each concept, but I'll but, just but use over, both But overall, they, they, they're, they're delivering food, right? But, but, what, what's yeah. the, but what's underneath it? An experience. Yeah, what kind? experience. A what? An unforgettable experience. Boom. They're trying mm-hmm. to deliver an unforgettable experience. They're trying to connect, mm-hmm. say, in, in, in one concept, friends, and, and another concept, family, and another concept, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, heritage, whatever. But they're trying, to, yeah. they're trying to create this unforgettable experience. You share mm-hmm. values with these people. Mm-hmm. So from now on, what, what you, the way you look at this, you're going to flip the script, and you're never going to say I again. Yeah. Instead, we, you're, n- no, them. you, you. Oh, just kidding. Okay, me. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You, you, like, you, you say you to them. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so let me, them. let me, here, here's what yeah. I mean. You walk in and you say, we share an Italian heritage. We share, mm-hmm. we share a family background in restaurants. We share certain values and we share a love of food. Mm-hmm. And I see how passionate you are about delivering an unforgettable experience. Mm-hmm. And I believe that my skill set can help you further your mission. Mm-hmm. Not, I believe your restaurant and your what you've already created can help me in my career. Oh yeah, yeah. You see the sure. difference, though. So, yes. you, so you want to you want to eliminate that complete. And, and now it will help you, of course. But you, everybody needs to eliminate themselves out of the equation. Yeah. And when you walk in for any job, and I'm kind of talking to everybody else right now, just so you know. But yeah. I want people to understand when you go in to apply for anything, the goal here is to figure out how can I serve. What is your vision? What is your mission? What are your values? And do I connect with them? And do I sincerely feel like my skill set can help you reach your goals? And if I do, that's what I present. And then you're going to get the job. Like that's how it works. Yeah. And these people were obviously brilliant to bring you on. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the reason I brought it up too, is because you were talking about serving. I don't know what exactly it was, but I felt very connected to the family right off the bat just immediately. And I just felt very like a strong pull towards them. And I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to continue working for them no matter what, like if I could get this newer, better job, great. But I just knew I wanted to keep working for them either way. And if I could help that that's great. And that's kind of exactly how it happened. How's it, how's it been going for them right now through the COVID crisis? So they, um, I know every restaurant is struggling. I've been really asking people to support them. He, my boss, Joey, he's a genius. Um, how many, how many restaurants do they have? Five. Okay. What's the Um, nearest, what's the nearest one to the studio? Because we're, we're going to support. 
The Sicilian Butcher. Okay. And it's on Tatum and Greenway, I believe. Tatum and Greenway, uh, Sicilian Butcher. My wife is going to be so happy that we're doing this this morning <laughs> because I am going to bring in food from the Sicilian Butcher tonight okay. for her. And so she, listen. She's going to love it. They, this is what's great. So they have a regu- they're doing to go. Um, they have a regular to go menu, but they're also, they're just really trying to make it easy for everyone right now. They have family packs. So basically dinner just done for you. They offer family packs for four, eight and 12 people. They have meal kits. So basically you get the ingredients, but you cook it yourself. Oh, that's amazing. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. They have, um, an Easter package, an Easter dinner package right now as well. So it's basically like a classic Italian feast, um, the whole meal plus desserts um, for Easter. They're doing pre-orders for that right now. So they have tons of options to just make cooking an easy thing for people right now. And then this way we're supporting a local business as well. Absolutely. You know, you have no idea. My wife is a Sicilian. Really? Yes. Oh, wait. She's, I think ve- I she's very, pr- she's, she's Irish Sicilian. So that's where the blonde hair comes from, but she's very, <laughs> very proud of her Sicilian heritage. Would, yeah. would eat Italian every night if I would let her. <laughs> so you're making her very happy right now. Sicilian butcher. She's going to be thrilled. Um, okay, good. So I have another piece of advice that, mm-hmm. that you can share with other people right now because you're already doing it, but I think you can encourage others in this way. Mm-hmm. What happens when this restaurant or let's say like these people, they have to go under for a while for, for yeah. a short period of time, or they have to slow down or they have to put some people on furlough, whatever, mm-hmm. in order to transition. What does everybody do during that time? And the question is, if you're connected to a cause, my, my per- perspective on it is double down right now in any crisis on your giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I, if I could go back and talk to young Jenna who got the job anyway, mm-hmm. but, but when everybody got laid off from their jobs, you, yeah. you fought for your job, right? What I would yeah. have done is, is while you didn't have a job, I would have, I would have gone and I would have asked, Hey, would you mind? I would love to get access to your social media accounts for free. And I would love to do all your social media for free. And I want to yeah. help you guys like 10 X your business for free. And, mm-hmm. and if, and when you're, you're back up and running and, and we've created some value and you think that there might be a place for me, I would love to be able to work for you, uh, and continue this for pay right now. I just want to give while you guys are in transition. May I do that for you? Yeah. And I would have essentially found a way to give myself a full-time job that didn't exist. And then you create the job for yourself. Yeah. And that goes back to that servanthood. So in this way. How, how can we all right now give to the small businesses that are out there? How can we give to the restaurants and make sure that they stay alive, make sure that they're creating? And, the, and it doesn't matter. Some of them are going to not make it and some of them are. Do, yeah. you, know, do you know the ones that are going to make it? The ones, the ones that give. Yeah. The ones that innovate, the ones that find a new way to do business and think about these ideas that your company's coming up with. Yeah. It's brilliant. They're, they're finding yeah. new ways to deliver their product like never before because they mm-hmm. had to. Right. And who knows, like this whole idea of sending ingredients home may become a whole new wing of their company. Yeah. And they're, they're of course going to do great when, when everything turns around, but now all of a sudden they've, they've innovated and created something new and it's, and it's beautiful what they're doing. So of course they're going to make it like, there's no doubt. Yeah. 
yeah, I think the meal kits could go a long way. And I think it's really the timing. Although they had to do to go, he didn't have to introduce all these new package ideas that he's had. And I think it's going to help them ultimately. So, yeah. And you know, he's, he's doing it. I'm sure to help mm-hmm. to give because yeah. in yeah. some ways the packages are helping people save money. I'm, I'm sure they're giving to people that are in need and, and, and whatnot. And, and, and that it will come back to you. Like there's just no way it doesn't. So, yeah. I, so I'm, I'm going to just tell the world, I'm going to tell you, we want to go on a giving campaign right now. That's what we're doing as a studio. The second this hit and we had to change the way that we operate as a studio, we said, okay, we're, we're a, we're going to shift everything to online so that we can keep our people training the way they need to train. We did that. Boom. First thing. Second thing I said, we can't control anything other than our attitudes to this and our reaction. So how, here's how we're going to react. We're going to react with love, joy, gratitude, and we are going to give. We are going to double, triple, quadruple down on our giving right now just because we want to help everybody else and reverse the negative trend. And if mm-hmm. we can be one little spark in reversing the negative trend, that's going to help everyone's mindset. Everyone's going to get through this. And then on the other side of it, we'll find out because we don't know how it's going to end or when. So we don't have yeah. to worry about that yet. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, that's one of the things that, you know, when this first happened, the um, the whole like social distancing thing actually wasn't that hard for me because I have been through something similar. Like right. when I was sick, I was at home and alone all the time, except for it was almost kind of worse in my eyes because I couldn't watch TV. I didn't have schoolwork to do. I couldn't read a book um, because of the concussion issues. Those things made my problems even worse. And so I had to really find ways to get creative. And I'm so grateful for that time now because yes. I learned so much about myself. You found and I you. You went inside you. Exactly. Yeah. That, and that's, that's my message right now that I'm trying to get out <laughs> to the world. My giving message is everyone take this time. Yeah. Take it to go inside you and figure mm-hmm. some things out and come out with purpose. If yes. you go, if, if you are just tempted to just binge on the news and binge on, you know, social media and and TV, you're going to get stuck and you're going to start getting depressed and you're going to come out worse off than you went in. But for all the people who fight and it's a daily battle, but everybody who fights the fear on on a daily basis, you're going to come out stronger than than Mm -hmm. you went into this crisis. Yeah. And, you know, we keep seeing those things all over social media that are like, if we do those things, then we'll never take this for granted again, or we'll never take this for granted again. And I, I guess like the one thing that I can say is that gratitude will never leave you. Like you will, I mean, hopefully everyone, if they're doing this the right way, um, they'll just have this like new sense of groundedness and gratitude that they'll carry with them every day. So I've been trying to be smart about it. Like as soon as like at first the narrative hit me when I was like, Whoa, why is this happening? This is so scary. And then it reminded me of a similar narrative that I had when I started way back when with my own problems. And I was like, Whoa, stop it. Like, that's not going to help anything. Like I'm just going to be grateful that I have more time on my hands and use this time to focus on projects that have been lacking where I have the time to be grateful that I get to spend more time with my mom and my sister and to focus on myself and give myself me time. Cause you know, life gets hectic. Sometimes we don't always have those opportunities. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, so give me a, uh, maybe a top one or two questions that you had um, additionally. 
Okay. If we haven't, um, if we haven't hit them all already. I would say, okay, speaking of acting and auditions, um, how, because of what I went through, I feel like sometimes I have, I get nervous to chase it professionally again. Like, um, not nervous to chase it. Let me reword that. I haven't gotten involved with auditions yet mm-hmm. again or getting an agent or anything like that. And I, th- there's a fear there and I, I don't know exactly what it is. I, I do think it's because for a long time, I, I worried that I wouldn't, that I'd be stuck with those health issues forever. Like for a long time, I sincerely worried that I would be a different, I'm obviously a different person now, but like different health wise forever. And that it would hold me back from those things that, um, you know, movies and acting it's always been like my biggest passion and for the longest time I couldn't even watch a movie because it it hurt me so bad and so I worried for a long time that I am not going to be able to do this anymore and it's interesting that even though it's not really a part of my narrative anymore I mean I do have issues still sometimes there are still a few things that I'm still working on achieving with health-wise but I, I feel nervous for some reason and I think it's because I consider like auditioning and having an agent and getting back out there, such a huge responsibility. I feel nervous for some reason that I'm not going to be able to do it for some reason. And I don't really know how to overcome that. Okay. I got the answer. And I realized, Oh, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish no, up. I, just say, I, I, I feel weird for saying that sometimes because I do know that there are people that have had worse than me mm-hmm. and still have worse than me and they're still getting out there. Mm-hmm. So, I fully realize that. So you already know the answer. I mean, you already have it. But Brian, come here. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Brian, give me your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Smile, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brian. So you, as you know, you know Brian's story. He doesn't. He, he lost his fingers and toes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it took us a while to get to reframe Brian's mind into this new place. And what we did was he, he kept showing his hand like this. And so, so when I show you my hand in this angle, it looks like I don't have fingers, but anybody can do this. Yeah. Not anybody can do this. I do this and I have to reveal like, oh, I was just faking. I really do. He, he does yeah. this and you know what? It makes him unique. It makes him different. Yeah. So when you lean into the thing, that's you, that's all, that's, this is what I am. And then you go all yeah. in on it. That's where you're going to find the success. People get themselves stuck by trying to be something they're not. That's yeah. where you get locked in. So first and foremost, it might be rare, but any anytime anyone's looking for someone without fingers or toes, Brian's going to 100% get the job. And I know that's funny, but he's already landed a big movie where mm-hmm. he, he was a guy that was in battle, was in war, and the movie starts right in the middle of battle, and then they, sh- they got to show his wounds. So he already got that. Like that's super, That was a super cool thing. And there will be more coming. We have a student, I think you know him, uh, Jonathan Buckley. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, and his story is beautiful with cerebral palsy and whatnot. And so you have your story. Really, mm-hmm. based on where you're going, you don't have to audition. You don't have yeah. to get an agent. But based yeah. on what you just told me, you have to audition and you have to get an agent. And the yeah. reason is because you're afraid of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. remember walking into your boss's office Mm-hmm. What happened? You had a whole pitch and you were super nervous and you were like, I just want this thing. That's what yeah. you're going to do. Yeah. You're going to just go 
audition for the agent. And, and here's the deal. You have to, you have your pitch ready. Here's, yeah. here's who I am and why, why you should take me on. Okay. No matter what, no matter what's gone on, no matter if I can't watch TV or can, no matter what's happening in my head, here's why yeah. I am valid. Yeah. And they're either going to take you or they're not. And, but it doesn't, it should never matter to you. Cause then you just go to the next one and the next one, because I can mm-hmm. tell you right now, anybody who has an agent, it, it doesn't matter. Like nobody's working right now. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it doesn't change your life, but if you're afraid of it, I say you go after it. Yeah. And that's, it's part of the, like I've, it's just something that I've wanted to do since I've been back in class, but I just have been too nervous to do so it's something that I would like to do. So do it. So pull the trigger. I'm going to, and I'm going to give you a way to do it right now. First okay. and foremost, go on to one of the national websites. doesn't matter mm-hmm. which one. Have you read, have you read my book? Acting is my day job. I have it. Yeah. Have you read it? I've gone halfway through. Right, I'm read, sorry. Read, I that's okay. Read, read, book, read the book. Cause I've got step-by-step step how to do this, yeah. but what you're going to do, you're, you go on to one of those sites and just start auditioning. Yeah. So you're already auditioning. And, and, and what's funny is I, I say in the book, you can do it at home. You can do it via video. Well, now guess what? We have to. Yeah. All of a sudden it's like, that's the only way to go. Mm-hmm. So start doing that right afterward. Yeah. I mean, right away, apply for an agent. Guess what? Mm-hmm. The agents right now are not doing anything. Yeah. They're all scared. They all want to be busy. They're all hoping mm-hmm. that Jenna's going to reach out to me and say, oh, can I be with your agency? And they're going to go, oh, somebody still wants to be with my agency. Yes, of course. Yeah. I mean, go, go, why not? Ask, yeah. hey, can I video audition for you? I know, I know this is going on, but I'm, I'm grinding away as an actress and I would love to audition for you. Um, mm-hmm. Here's my story. You know, I work, I work with this, with this Italian um, company and, and, you know, with these restaurants and I'm a food blogger and I'm, and I've got my own thing going and I, and acting is a big part of my life. And I would love to be, you know, doing jobs as I'm creating a career for myself. And there's not a person in the world that wouldn't sign you. And if they won't, I will be your agent personally. Okay. Okay. So do mm-hmm. that. Then just yeah. start auditioning whenever, just for the sake of auditioning for no other purpose other than to say, this was something I was afraid of. Because of that, that's why I do it. Just yeah. to get over that fear. As soon as, I'm, as soon as I'm over the fear and I decide whether or not I want to do it or not do it, then you may have one of those Anderson Cooper moments where you say, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And then that's okay. So mm-hmm. like in the Valley, I can tell you, I probably work more as an actor than a lot of actors locally, my wife mm-hmm. as well. I got to a point where I don't audition anymore. It mm-hmm. just, it, it, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of over that process. Um, but, but we've, but we've built relationships. We do different things. We have clients. And so we, we find ways to act differently than other people. Yeah. So like I, I would, I would use a, a way to segue my relationship with you to your relationship with your owners. And I would end up doing a commercial with them. Yeah you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and we could, we do a whole th- a thing and that's, that's how that connects. Well, you can do the same thing, yeah. but right now you must audition because you're afraid of auditioning. Afraid of it. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause probably- when, w- once you do it, it'll go away. Mm-hmm. That's the cool part. Yeah. How does that make you feel? <laughs> um, good, but nervous at the same time. Good. How can I fix this? Yeah. It got need- so bright out of the way you know what? Just going to work with it. So, so, um, you, you probably noticed the Deering Studios putting up a lot of content recently. Um, we, so we, we, um, 
we're transitioning like everybody else. And I, I just want to tell you something. So you just said it makes me excited and nervous, right? Yeah. I told my wife and my team here that um, right now I've never, I, I, the last time I was this scared and this excited at the same time is when I dropped medicine. Yeah. I was so terrified and yet so excited to wake up every day that yeah. it, it, it was, it was incredible because I had no idea where I was going. And this mm -hmm. is, this is the concept of, I want to, I kind of want to live in this place. It's an, it's a, it's a good place to live. You know, we don't want to be fearful, but we want to be, we want to be a little bit scared. We want to be living on the edge and not know what tomorrow is going to look like necessarily because otherwise life can become boring and mundane. Yeah. So, so it's okay to be a little, a little nervous about it, but yeah. focus on the excitement and focus on just, okay, I'm just going to do this. And, and for how long, like set, set yourself a goal. That's not getting jobs. Cause who cares? Mm -hmm. You're probably going to get a lot of them, but don't worry about that. Instead focus yeah. on, okay, here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, um, I'm going to go on a hundred auditions. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to read Matt's book to the end. Um, or have somebody read it to me. I'm doing, I'm doing a book on tape actually of it. So if, if the reading is yeah. hard for you, right. With, with what you got going oh, on. No, it's not anymore. It's not, I can read however long I want. It's like the only time it really becomes a problem is if I've been doing work all day on my computer and then schoolwork all night on my computer. And then I have to go read something. Good. So you have no excuses. You can read it this afternoon and you'll be done. It's a quick yeah. read. Um, yeah. you're going to read the book. Cause I, I, I write right in there how to track your auditions and why it's powerful. Yeah. Because as you track the audition, you can see the progress and you make slight mm -hmm. adjustments. And what's, yeah. what's crazy is sometimes you, you journal about your audition and you're like, oh, I didn't feel like I did all that great. And then you yeah. get the job. And sometimes mm -hmm. you think, oh, I did so good. And then you don't get the job and it's, and it's confusing. The reason is because you're getting the job because you're elevating as a person. You're elevating mm -hmm. as, an, as an actor in general. And you were right for that part, but you, you had to put yourself in the position to be there and, and be present. So as a whole, you might be moving up. Even if you have a bad audition day, you, you might still get the job because you're, you're just a better actress than everybody else. Yeah. So that should be your goal. Say 50 yeah. auditions, 100 auditions. Once I'm done with that, then I can decide where I, like, what I, how I want to change or, or adapt or just not audition anymore. That's fine too if you, if you make that choice. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. One last question, yeah. if you have one. Okay. Um, this is like pulling back to the present moment. Um, maybe this is more of like a time management oriented question. I'm not sure. But sometimes I feel like, because um, being a full-time student, it is kind of stressful, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know what, why exactly I feel this way. But Sometimes if I say, okay, I'm going to work on schoolwork until four and then like from five until dinner time, I'm going to take a break and work on acting or vice versa. When I'm working on the acting or when I'm working on the schoolwork, I always find myself, not always, but most of the time find myself feeling a little guilty that I'm not doing the other thing. Mm -hmm. And so if I take a break for the acting, um, sometimes I'll be like, I could have gotten that quiz done by now. And then I could have been done with homework like for the day, or if I'm doing the homework and it got really late and I haven't worked on like my blog yet or acting yet. I'm like, I could have gotten that blog post done and I should have just done that. And 
I guess my question is like, how do you not feel guilty over not? I know I can't do everything at once all the time, but mm-hmm. how do you just like not feel guilty over those? You're things, always going to feel a little guilty. I'm sorry to tell you that. So there's no, there's no way to get over that other yeah. than here's, here's what I like to say. I, I want to strive every day to earn mm-hmm. my pillow. Okay. And I know whether I did or didn't. And okay. so sometimes, cause here's the thing, the work will never be over ever. Yeah. Even if you do the quiz and you get a hundred percent, you, you probably could have understood the material better. Yeah. And then you could probably could have understood the material better. So there's always a way to improve, which is the exciting part. It's, it's, it's a mastery lifestyle that, that we're preaching over here. So when you're, when you're in that mindset, you, you'll understand there isn't an ending. So because there isn't an ending, that's never my goal. Now I'll set little yeah. goals. There are little things I have to get done, have to accomplish. I've got to get my taxes done, for instance, before April 15th on most years. Like that's, that's something I have to do, I guess, by this certain time. But at, in the same regard, um, if it's on my to-do list for today and then something else takes priority yeah. and, and I know I gave everything I had and I 10X <laughs> in this other area and I barely start on my taxes, that's okay. I earned my pillow and I just have to hold myself accountable for is, was that true or did I get distracted in something that was not life-giving that was sort of, you know, like I, I wasted time on something and, and here's the truth. You can waste time practicing acting mm-hmm. or you can become a better actress practicing acting. Yeah. And, and you know the difference, like you'll get yourself yeah. lost in things I like to do as, as an actress versus things that are hard and working toward the progress of making me better. I don't like doing X, Y, Z for my acting. Let's say it's memorizing or, you know, I don't know, Cole Reed commercials or something that's sort of a grind. Mm-hmm. That's the thing you should be working on. The thing that's, yeah. that's difficult, that's going to progress you forward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. And then you just track your time, hold yourself accountable, and then you want to make sure that you you are better than you yesterday. That's the goal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You have yes. a wonderful day. I can tell the uh, the sun here is fighting your eyes a little bit. So we're gonna wrap it yeah, up. I, know. I, was like, <laughs> I was trying to get it in a frame where it wouldn't be hitting my eyes, but <laughs> it did. <laughs> All right. So we look forward to seeing your blog. Let's, let's give another shout out for that. It is uh, can you say it for me again? It's lovely limone. So lovely. And then L I M O N E lemon in Italian, basically. Oh, lovely, lovely lemon, lovely limone. Okay. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you talk about the, uh, the restaurant on there, the restaurants? We lose her. All right. Looks like we might've lost uh, Jenna here for a second, but we're going to, we are plugging her blog. The lovely lemon or lovely is the name of the blog. And you should go there to see all of Jenna's tips on baking and creating different culinary cuisines. I'm sure my wife will be uh, over to her blog very, very soon. And then we want to visit the, uh, the all the local businesses out there, especially the restaurants right now that might be struggling. And uh, if, you, if you're anything like me, you're going to go to the uh, Sicilian Butcher, 
which is over on Greenway and Tatum, and you're going to uh, take advantage of some of their awesome um, specials and deals they have going on right now to help families during this time. So go there, grab a great meal, um, help out an amazing family that's doing some good work. And, uh, and that's it. That's our show, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, share. We are just trying to spread some light out there in the world, and we need your help to do that. So uh, like our page, subscribe to our page, please, 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 and uh, share this video with all the people you love. God bless. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Matt. Please like, subscribe, and follow us at Deering Acting Studio to keep up with the latest content. For more information on classes, private lessons, or professional development coaching, visit www.deeringstudio.com. Have a Deering day, everyone.